Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. So today I want to talk about something that we have all feared going into a competition or a performance. And more than likely, we've all experienced this fear coming true. And it's being afraid of choking. Now, let me first start off by defining choking. The definition of choking is poor performance that is a result of the perceived stress of a situation. So it's obviously a poor performance, right? What we're fearing is not achieving a goal, falling short of a standard or an expectation. Okay, we are afraid of that. Um, and that per- poor performance, it, it comes about because of the perceived stress that we have of that particular situation, that particular competition or race or event or whatever we want to call it, right? Okay, so the interesting thing or the thing about this that I want to unpack for us today is folks, I mean, listen to the definition again. It's poor performance that is the result of a perceived stress of a situation, right? So it's perceived. It's um, ironic, right? But when we go into an event, when we go into a competition and we are nervous, anxious, worried about, afraid of choking, that's when we set ourselves up to actually choke because the poor performance comes about because of the perceived stress. In other words, perceived. You guys hear me say the word perception a lot on this podcast. That is up to us. We assign that perception to this event, to this situation, to this race, to this competition. We get to assign that. And based on what perception we give to that event or to that race and that competition, then it is going to give, uh, it's going to kick back per se, a certain stress. And if that stress is overwhelming, if it's too much, if it overpowers us and burdens us enough, then what we get is a poor performance. We don't achieve our goals. We perform uncharacteristically. We don't reach our expectation. Now, let's let's scale this back and let, let's talk about, so when we're training for a lot of us, when we're training, do we choke in training often? And the answer is, so if I were to ask, I'm sorry. So again, because I shoot from the hip, let me ask this question. Um, where are we more likely to choke? During a, a race, a competition, or during training? Now, many of us would answer the fact that it happens, Mario, more often or not in an event, in a race, in a competition. 
But the training that we do, why is it that we don't choke as often there? Again, applying this perception. We go into training and we don't assign this grandiose importance or um, value to the training session. Now, we know they're important. We know that we need to train in order to get stronger, in order to perform at a higher level. But for a lot of us, something happens when we enter a race, when we enter a competition. We, we elevate that particular event or competition and our perception of it becomes big, a lot bigger than it normally is when we train day to day. And because of this, this stress level begins to rise, doesn't it? This anxiety, right? This, this paralyzing fear. And then what we find is we should have been able to execute. We should have been able to do some of these things. The competition wasn't out of our grasp. We could have been successful, but something happened. And what happened was it's not the body's fault, y'all. The body was ready to go. It wasn't the body. If you've trained it, it's ready, it's strong enough, it can handle the load, it can handle the stress that you're going to put on it, right? Your heart, lungs, right? Your muscles, like they're all ready to go. They're ready to rock and roll. But you added this other element. Your perception of that particular situation, that event, that competition, it got too, it got too high. So the mind began to send the body false information. I don't know if you can. What if you don't? Doubt. Fear. Paralysis. And then what we get is we get a poor performance. So what we seek, we shall find. So how do we try to eliminate choking? Well, the answer is, folks, you've got to focus on that perception. You've got to focus on how am I feeling ahead of my competition, my race. Spend time with yourself. Become mindful. Become self-aware. And take stock on how it is that you are feeling. Are you feeling that nervousness, that stress, that anxiety? Is it starting to ramp up? Now, there is going to be a little bit of an increase for most athletes as the competition draws near. It's a little bit of a mixture of excitement and maybe a little bit of anxiety over the unknown. That's going to be normal. But what I'm talking about here, what leads to choking is not just kind of a normal little bit of a rise in these levels, which is actually, it's actually good for us. What I'm talking about is an unhealthy rise in these levels. It begins to get to the point where um, maybe we're not we're not sleeping as well, right? We're waking up and we're not sleeping as well. Maybe it does begin to make its way into our training. Leading up to a race, we begin to put more importance on the training sessions. So the perception of our training sessions goes up in response to the fact that we're perceiving that particular race or competition to be bigger than it actually is. And then we notice that we're actually not completing our workouts successfully. And it's a response to, because now we're doing the same thing that we're prone to do on race day and raise that perception. We're also doing that in our training. 
or maybe it's affecting appetite and eating habits and things of that nature. If you if you're around other people, you're you're you've got a shorter fuse and you're getting more irritable and you're easily more frustrated. These kinds of things are signs that you're allowing that competition, that perception of that situation, you're allowing it to become too much. It's resulting in stress and you're setting yourself up for a poor performance. Now, think about races, competitions, performances. You guys have heard me say, we want to wring the towel dry on these. We want to give our absolute best. We want to give everything that we have. So, It's already going to be hard enough on our minds and our bodies because we are going to push ourselves, hopefully to our absolute limit. So adding in this extra layer of the increased perception of what we're having to do is very, very maladaptive and will not work well with what we've already got going on, which is a tough task at hand. So let's not add that extra bit. Now, you're like, okay, Mario, but you still haven't given me, you know, the keys to the car, right? I'm sitting in it, but I mean, how do I turn it on? Because we're still left with, how do I dial back that perception? How do I make it to where this perception is beginning to get a little bit out of control? And how do I dial it back so that the stress level decreases with it. You see, folks, once you begin to have a healthier perspective on that event, that competition, then your stress level is going to come down with it. You're going to feel more relaxed. You're going to feel more in control. And that's where I'm going to end with is being in control. You're in control of this perception. It is completely up to you how you view your event, how you view your race, how you view your competition. So you can go back to your training. Has your training gone well? If you've been doing the training and you've got a coach or you're coaching yourself or whatever that happens to be, and you've done all of the things that you feel are necessary to perform at a certain level, then you should feel good about that, which means the perception of this competition is that you will be able to perform when needed, you will be able to execute. When needed, you will be able to do whatever is necessary to achieve your level of expectation or your goal, or what have you. So there's there's that. But then there's the other side that a lot of us usually don't think about, and it's the following. It is a competition. It is an event. It is a race, and there will be a result assigned. There will be a number assigned to your name, or a time, or something of that nature. But remember that it it is, after all, just one competition one race, one event. Now, I know that folks are thinking, oh, here he goes. He's going to give me the kind of kumbaya where we don't take things seriously. And But that's not what I'm doing. You still need to go out and you still need to make tremendous sacrifice in regards to your body to just go out there and give it everything that you have. But what if you go in with a good mindset And what if you go in with a body that was ready because of all the training that you've done and and you don't perform to your level of expectation or you don't achieve your goal? What's the worst that happens? The answer is, folks, is not a whole lot, right? And I'm not 
I'm not dismissing this as, you know, don't worry about where you place and don't worry about how you do. I mean, you still need to go out there to win, to be successful, to achieve your goals every single time. But in the grand scheme of life in general, folks, of just all that we have going on, these events and these races, competitions, they're, they're small in comparison to that. So you go out there, you have a healthy perspective on the competition so that your stress level is manageable by you, which allows you to be relaxed. It allows you to have a clear mind. It allows you to give your absolute best. And then what happens is you walk out of that competition or that race or that event with a deep sense of satisfaction. Regardless of how that competition went in terms of a metric, right? A speed, a time, a power output, a place. Because you gave your absolute best. And because you can know you didn't choke. You can know you were relaxed and you gave it your absolute best. All right, folks. I hope that this has been helpful because, man, I'll tell you, choking is something that we just see. We see it happen all of the time, right? And so I do want to say that we're never going to master choking. You can look at the best performers. You can look at, you know, whatever sport you're involved in. You can go to the top of that list and pick the person who has been the most successful And you can see that there have been times when those individuals have not performed at their level of expectation. They have not achieved their goals and it wasn't, it wasn't because of things out of their control. It was, it was because of choking. It was because of the fact that they allowed their perception to elevate that stress level and thus it resulted in a poor performance. And you know, you listen to interviews and you read stories and you, you get all that kind of stuff and pretty much every day if you just kind of scan the sports pages or you get on the internet and you read, you know, sports columns, you'll see that, you know, athletes will allude to the fact that, you know, they let, they let things get a little bit out of control and that was the result of their poor performance. So that's the, that's a big difference because that's under their control. That's a big difference than saying that, you know, you didn't perform at your level, but there were some things that were out of your control that caused that to happen. Big difference there. All right, folks, I hope that you guys are enjoying this content. I appreciate you guys for your ears and your time in listening to this. So uh, hopefully it helps you. Hopefully it is getting you to uh, think more deeply about some of the things that you've got going on as you train and as you compete. And yeah, I am privileged to bring it to you and it's my pleasure. All right, folks, I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. Till next time.